a ministry of Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Bridgetown, Nova Scotia, this is The Winning Side. Good morning, and thank you for joining me, Pastor Brandon Lake, coming to you from Amazing Grace Baptist Church right here in beautiful Bridgetown, Nova Scotia, 8479 on Highway Number 1, just outside of Bridgetown. We'd love to have you join us for our services today. We have a 10 o'clock Sunday school, 11 o'clock morning worship, and 5 p.m. evening service. It'd be great if you'd join us. I'm sure you've listened to us on the radio, but there's nothing like being there in person. Let me tell you this morning also about another effort that's going forth out of our church. Uh, We're trying to mail a gospel tract into every home in Nova Scotia. We started this project just a little while ago, and God's provided all the funding for it. We praise the Lord for that. All Nations Preached is the name of the ministry, and you can look up our website at www.allnationspreached.com. To date, 34,024 tracts have been sent out into Nova Scotia on our way to every home in the province. What a blessing that will be. Not one home who does not have the opportunity to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll be opening the book of John, John chapter 1 this morning, but right before that, the Daniel Ellis family with a song called That's My King. There are no words to describe him He's been much more than a friend When I was hopeless he saved me I'll never be lost again He took a life that was empty I've been changed by the touch of his hand I'm overflowing Amazing, and I'd like to tell you today, my God is good. It's not just a name I call when I'm sad. He is my friend. He's worthy of more than all that I have. He is the King of Kings. He is the One so small in this world could have a savior like Jesus guiding me with his sweet word, trusting in him for provision, leaning on him day by day. He satisfies me all the time, he is faithful. Oh, how I love him. Oh 
John chapter 1 this morning, John chapter 1, we're going to be picking it up in verse number 9, verse number 9, John chapter 1, verse number 9. We're talking about the light this morning. The Bible says in John 1, 9, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we're so grateful for the opportunity this morning to bring your word. I pray that that true light would light the hearts and light upon the ears of those this morning that are ready to hear. Lord, if there's one that's listening to the broadcast this morning that does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, that today would be the day of their salvation. We'll give you all the praise and all the glory for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, John had just finished talking to them about John the Baptist, his re- reflecting on John the Baptist, the fact that he was not the true light, but he had come to bear witness of that light. And his mind goes back to the Lord Jesus, and he said, In verse number nine, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Every man, every person, all without distinction. No one escapes the light of God. You know, God, the Bible says that God uh, created the heavens and the earth. And the Bible tells us that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. God gives us a conscience. God has given us his word. His word is the revealed will of God towards man. In that Bible, he tells us that God is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. And God holds people responsible for the light that they have. We've been blessed with the word of God. And and, and I know our governments have turned it out. And I know that our education systems have turned it out and our judicial systems. But we are going to be held accountable for the truth that we have so that we are without excuse. Because, see, friend, one day a day is coming. The Bible says, as it is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. We are going to have to stand before God and give an account of what we did with the light that he gave us. In verse number 10, the Bible says he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. We not only see a light revealed, but we see here a light resisted. Nothing seemed to astonish John more than people's resistance of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll be frank with you, it amazes me too. Jesus came into the world performing miracles, uh, doing things that people had never seen done. Even the scribes and Pharisees said, never a man spake like this man. And yet they resisted him. How completely people turned away from the light. We see in verse number 10 that the Lord's light was resisted by his own creatures. By as he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Amen? He was resisted by his own countrymen. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. He came to be the Messiah of the Jews, and you would think that they would be looking for just such a one as the Lord Jesus. After all of the Babylonian exile, after all the struggles that they had had, 
and yet his own countrymen rejected him. And you know, folks, it still amazes me that the majority of people today reject the light of the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We literally live in a world of suicidal maniacs. People want to end their lives. Uh, people are depressed. They have so much stress in their life. Uh, this medical assistance in dying, I talked about that a couple weeks ago. We've got abortion on the rise. We have the LGBTQ agenda on the rise. We have all these things, and people are rejecting the true light. The true light. That's what John said in John 1, 9. That was the true light. The true light. And it lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So you're going to have a decision to make. You're either going to reject him like so many have done before. The world rejected him. His creation rejected him. His own countrymen rejected him. And now you're standing at the point of decision. But praise God, that's not where the story ends. Amen. You also see in, in verses 12 and 13, the light was received. The Bible says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You know, one of the greatest words in all the Bible is that word, but. In Ephesians chapter 2, you read about how we were dead in trespasses and sins in a, in a very precarious situation, dead on our way to hell, but God, who is rich in mercy. Here we have the true light of the world presented, Jesus Christ, and he came unto his own and his own received him not, but... Amen. There's so many truths in God's word that hinge on that word. But he came unto his own, they received them not. But thank God that was not all of the story. Amen. If you'll believe on him, but as many as received him, the Bible says, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You notice there's three verbs there in that verse. Believe, receive, and become. And that's how it works, folks. You must believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. You've got to believe on his name. Amen. Why his name? Well, his name is the key to salvation. Salvation's not in the name of any other. The Bible says there's none other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved. When Joseph was given command what to name Jesus, they were told thou shalt call his name Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. Amen. You have to believe on his name, on his name. And then you've got to receive him. Amen. You've got to receive him as your personal Lord and Savior. See, there's nothing you can do for your salvation. It's not of works of righteousness, the Bible tells us, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. You've got to receive him. You know, the price has been fit paid, folks. The book of Hebrews tells us clearly that Jesus Christ made the once and for all sacrifice for sin and is set down at the right hand of the Father. Payment has been made. Your sin is paid in full, but you must receive that payment. You ever been with somebody and you're trying to pay for a meal for them or you're trying to put gas in their vehicle or, you know, one of the, the things that people do these days, they pay it forward. But, but you get a person that will not receive that and they're trying to press money into your hand and they're trying to pay you and they're trying to pay you. We had one of the gir little girls at our church, somebody had bought her a bag of chips 
and she was trying as hard as she could to pay for her own chips, to give him that money so he was not going to pay for her chips. And I said, you know what? Receive it as a gift. Receive it as a gift. To as many as received him. Amen. You must receive him as your personal Lord and Savior. He is being offered freely. That's, that's the offering of the Lord in the end of the book. The spirit and the bride say, come. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But you've got to come to him. Amen. And then that last word, become. Become. You become the son of God. Listen, it's, it's not a work of man. It's not a work of the flesh. The Bible says, not born of blood, nor the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God, born of God. John chapter three, Jesus talked to Nicodemus all about that being born again. Can I ask you, are you born again? Do you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? Is he your king? You can be saved today. Simply believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And if you will, you can be on the winning side. I hope you've enjoyed the program today and it's given you time to think about your soul's eternal condition. Are you saved? Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? You must believe on him and you must receive him to become a son of God. If you'd like to know more, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us through our website at amazinggracebridgetown.ca or call us at 902-665-4015. Or you can come visit us, 8479 Highway Number 1, Upper Granville, one kilometer west of Bridgetown on the Number 1 Highway. We want you to know for sure that your sins are forgiven and that heaven is your eternal home. That's the only way, friend, that you can be on the winning side. May God bless you as you seek Him, and may you trust Him today as your personal Lord and Savior. Don't put it off. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Winning Side.